0: You're listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. the loud one mm. not always i feel like some older sisters are quiet ones
1: yeah yeah so you're an older sister but also a middle child so you have like the mix of like i guess, that's, types true. Of loudness. I guess that's true yeah. <laughs> i feel
0: like our older brother doesn't count i feel like i took over
1: you did the oldest sibling but role. i i i read before in like a sibling thing it's like the oldest of each gender also kind of has older oldest sibling traits oh I see so you have some of the oldest sibling traits because you're the oldest sister Oh, and also I feel like there's a lot of responsibilities put on oldest daughters well Feyre has the should be the spoiled it's baby it's a big it's a big switcheroo here it really is, is the youngest it really it's is interesting I'm
0: excited for us to get into future books where she starts to interact with other females as friends mm. and you can see more of her younger sister
1: vibes coming out oh okay she just needs someone to younger sister vibe her like yeah she needs needs someone to be like you're the baby yeah (laughs) hi
0: baby (laughs) i'm 500
1: all right okay 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 well welcome everyone to our podcast i think i skipped ahead what's it called our (laughs) Podmast. what's the Podmast called it's called do you know (laughs) No. (laughs) it's called a i really can't something something a ma- pod of
0: mass and methods. methods i'm really glad that we know what our podcast is called here it's we are. a lot of words a seven. pod of
1: mass and methods
0: what we named it we could have done better
1: well i offered a lot of possibilities you did, but i liked this one the bestest okay. and i said you need to switch it method- because it was gonna be methods and moss and i was like you gotta switch that gotta sure that
0: okay you, tell us who you are. Yeah.
1: My name is Marjorie. I'm a librarian and a writer and a reader. And I'm the, the Sarah J Maas newbie. The
0: newbie. And I'm the oldbie. I <laughs> love Sarah J Maas. And she's I... the Assassin.
1: She won't call herself that. Cause she's like, what if I don't know enough? And I'm no, like, girl.
0: Yeah, I am a Miss Assassin. Um, but I feel like that mostly goes with TOG fans. Throne of Glass. Mm. But... I love Throne of Glass and I have a actually a Throne of Glass reference in here tonight with no spoiler spoilies. Just I won't spoil other book series. Mm-hmm. I will just bring them up when necessary. So let's do the five sentence summary.
1: You start this time. Okay. I
0: and before we started, we said this is the least amount of notes that we've taken because stuff happens, but it's so like the whole chapter will be about one thing. Yeah. And it was just very short and to the point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and honestly. Mm-hmm. We're going to see this throughout a lot of the books, and you guys listening, tell me if you feel this way. I hate when they go into the human world. I, it bores me to tears. To tears. Okay. I could skip these chapters. Okay. So.
1: All right. Cover chapter 28 in one sentence. You can do it. It
0: starts with 28. I thought we
1: started. Oh, no. It starts at 29. Sorry. Oh,
0: God. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (sighs) I was like, I did it again. (laughs) I messed up. (laughs) Kevin! Um. Okay. Favorite is home and gardening with Elaine.
1: Nesta is being weird, but it turns out. She was not successfully glamoured, and she knows, at least somewhat, what was going on.
0: And then they have a ball
1: in Feyre's honor. I wouldn't waste a sentence on that, but okay. Um, and we find out that that her the house that burned down that was suspiciously mentioned in passing was Claire Better, the fake name. That Feyre gave to Reese, so she knows that Fairyland is in trouble. Feyre, that's how you do a run-on sentence. Goes
0: back to the manor and finds it in shambles, and then finds Alice. The end. Who tells her so much? So much stuff. All the things are happening. Okay, let's do twenty-nine. What's
1: twenty-nine?
0: I call it closure with the cabin.
1: I called it um I called it this and then I read the next chapter and I was like, I don't know if it's a good chapter title anymore. I called sure. it Successful Sister Bonding.
0: Okay. Yeah. I um I think that the the set of 29, 30, and 31 are Faira getting closure with her human life, I felt like. Mm-hmm. Because when she was with Tamlin, she was in love with Tamlin, but she... Continually was like, I'm letting someone down. And I think each of these chapters was about that. Yeah. Getting closure. Mm -hmm. So the first one, 29. This is my summary. Feyre's at home. She's lying about her time with Aunt Ripley. She's spending a lot of time with Elaine gardening. And she Elaine is telling her some passing things about Nesta and her time away. And Feyre goes and visits their old hovel of a cabin in the woods that's the yeah, summary that sounds it that's so it. let's like talk about some of these moments
1: um i was seeing i kind of wrote some details about like how well they were taken care of and it was like there's tons of jewels there's even more packed and favorite stuff and then it's like also her dad's limp is getting better it's like okay 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 yeah
0: he sent like a fairy south to mm-hmm. like fix her father's Like, I think that is the kindest gift Mm of all the things. Right. I mean, the money is great. He sent a a bazillion dollars in uncut gems to the family. But, like, he really saved her dad. Yeah. She says he got his confidence back. I'm like, that's a really sweet Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. do. Like, Tamlin... Now, do you think he, because we don't know, did he do this all at once, or did he initially just give them money, and then as he learned more about Feyre, he started sending more things, do you think?
1: That's a good question. Because they I, did say, go ahead. I, I I think a lot of it was probably planned at one time. I think the majority of it would have been, but, like, it might have taken a little while. Like, then the ships came back, and then this happened. Like, it was, like, paced out to so all these things. How much magic is that?
0: It's so much magic. And the thing is, Tamlin is not supposed to have as much magic. Right. Because of Amarantha. So it's like it has to be spaced out. In my head, the dad gets the money that he invests. Then they find the ships. Mm -hmm. Then they use that money to buy a new manor. And then they said a guy comes through town with a mysterious salve.
1: So maybe that maybe I, mean, that's I, think later it, yeah. on? I think it must be paced out because otherwise it's like, how did all these good things happen in one day? Right. After right. Five after years, years of, like, right. It must have been paced out just to even be realistic. And I guess for his magic, I don't I don't necessarily think it was it's contingent on like, oh, I like her more. So I'm going to do more of this stuff. Maybe it maybe it's contingent on oh, I understand the circumstances of what's needed more as things go on. It's like, here, I can throw money at it. But then it's like, oh, there's this debt. Oh, there's this injury. Oh, there's this this. And, you know, I had to pace out this stuff anyway because it's a lot of magic. Right.
0: It's like the difference between just, like, donating to charity and somebody distributing the funds accurately. Right. Right. Perfect. Uh, Elaine, we don't have any new characters in this chapter, but we do – Spend a lot of time with Elaine mm-hmm. and the fact that Elaine is a gardener. That is a she trait that will stay with her. She just likes the flowers. Loves she flowers. She loves it. Digging in the dirt.
1: And she'll do it herself. At, you know, got to respect that. I, yeah, um, I think and... it's really sweet that she likes it.
0: Yeah. Um, And it's She's weird thing. because favor earlier in the book said she painted flowers on Elaine's drawers. Mm-hmm. So I guess she liked planting when they were poor but maybe didn't have as much to plant right yeah I don't know I don't know either I just that's a big character trait for Elaine which mm-hmm, is weird because mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of character traits <laughs> right for Elaine. um I don't know I love the detail about the fact that the townspeople are ignoring the fact that they were in
1: poverty right I saw that and I was like underline underline mm. underline that's suspicious but I was like yeah just people just like don't even say anything They which okay yeah I like when you get really rich, people are just going to smooth up to you. But also, like, obviously that's magic. Okay. Sure. No doubt. Yeah.
0: Obviously, they were just like, whatever, we're over it. Um, Elaine does tell us that Nesta tried to visit
1: Feyre oh, but got yeah. turned
0: back. And that's all Elaine says in
1: this chapter. Mm-hmm. And we also know that also mentions that Nesta's like, kind of creepy. She's, like, staring at the friend. So we see that her behavior is not just based on... Feyre's reappearance it's like she's been like this yeah she's like having a having a Mm -hmm. bad time Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. um but I did like this quote about Elaine this isn't my quote for the chapter but because I think the next chapter has a really cool quote about Nesta it says she was generous loving and kind a woman I was proud to know and proud to call my sister Mm -hmm. and I think that kind of follows Elaine as a description of kind of who she is Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm What would you think about her going back to the cabin? I thought that was a nice
1: piece of goodbye. Yeah, I think you need that. You need that closure. Because she didn't really go home. She didn't go to the place she grew up in. She went to a mansion. Right. So you need to see it to be. Remember. Like, okay. Remember. Yeah, to put it to rest. Sure. Because it's like very almost representative of like who she used to be. It's like she's had all these scenes now where she's looked in the mirror. Or people don't recognize her and she has to go back and look at it. Like, oh, right. This was it. It was real. Mm-hmm.
0: I think, yes, she's probably doubting so much about herself I can't imagine she spent what the last nine months we know she was at Uh least there for two full seasons all of spring and all of summer Uh
1: it makes me think of there's a scene in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part one that's added to the movie and it's not in the book and I love it where he opens up the cupboard under the stairs and looks in it and it has the same little toys he used in the first movie and I was like that's a picture-perfect scene right there. No dialogue, just visuals. Yeah. Like looking back and being like, this, "This is where I came from. This is where I came from. This pre-magic. is where I used to be. That's pre-magic. A great, yeah. That's a
0: great, a great connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was trying mm-hmm. to think of moments where people went and said goodbye to their home, and mm-hmm. Frodo does it.
1: Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes, he so comes we.
0: back to the Shire and it's just not right anymore after right. everything he's been through and goes to Elf World.
1: I mean that's like part of like the hero's journey is yeah. like you return but you're not the same. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I like that a lot.
1: Right. I mean we Let's have... do a quote. Yeah. Yeah. Saturn twenty nine is easy. All right. I picked the last line of the chapter and it's kind of similar to like the quote about Elaine. Um, she had looked at the cottage with hope. I had looked at it with nothing but hatred and I knew which would which one of us had been stronger mm.
0: yeah I really like that And I also picked a cabin quote because I feel like all the good quotes from the chapter came from that uh-huh, time uh-huh. when she's saying goodbye um and I picked I traced the invisible path I had taken each morning from our front door let's go on yeah I just like the idea of like you walk in similar patterns everybody right. knows it like when you move your trash can you can't find it for weeks because you're used to walking this pattern that nobody else knows where it is right beautiful right goodbye cabin
1: they moved Allie moved her trash can by the way <laughs> that metaphor seemed a little <laughs> that was on the nose. That was on the nose. Okay. her kitchen trash runs in a completely different place a few feet away and, and it messes everyone up it's
0: upsetting everybody in the universe it's like oh man it's like I'm in the multiverse of Allie's kitchen <laughs> who knows okay All this right. is your chapter chapter, chapter 30, 30.
1: what's your title closure with isaac i titled this one wait nesta is badass nesta is badass question
0: mark yes listen we're gonna go on a roller coaster ride of emotions with nesta but in this couple of chapters i love her
1: well okay so let's see she favorite goes into town um there's that line about a fire, and I like was like, well, I know what this is about because I'm a smart bitch. <laughs> ding ding ding!
0: You said it last week. Too, I did you predicted it. You won. Yeah.
1: Um, she sees Isaac. It's quite a lace moment. I'm not going to say too much because we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But she sees Isaac with, um, his wife. His wife, and there's sort of like a almost like a closure moment there. Um, doesn't want to paint. <laughs> no, um, no time to paint. Nesta finally is like, girl. I know what's going on and she has like something that has the claw marks from the cabin that she throws down and we find out that Nesta was not successfully grabber glamored because she is just too stubborn. too strong-willed. I baby. love it. <laughs> and, um, you know, and she's kind of explaining like I, this is everyone that believes this thing and I know it's not true and it's driving me crazy this whole time. And she's she, been being gaslit. She's been gaslit and she's, Tried to go and actually go through the wall to rescue her. Like, there's like, why would you do that for me? It's like, because, and <laughs> because it wasn't right. And I, uh, uh, yeah, that's, and then they like go and she gives her painting lessons. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I mean, it's, I guess it's a favorite way of doing things. And <laughs> it that's, is a favorite way. that's the chapter.
0: I thought this was very interesting. She's walking through town giving out money. Like, that's insane stop it <laughs>
1: like, I know but she's probably like I know other people are starving half to tough
0: yeah I know like I know she's trying to do a good thing but I think she's like scaring them they don't even know who she is like it's, mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm, seems uncomfortable mm-hmm, to me mm-hmm. but she does run into Isaac let's talk about let's that let's talk moment. about I it I it was so sweet
1: and mature yes it wasn't like I'm she so looked it wasn't like she looked at him and was like I'm so much better than you she's like he's changed I have changed. he's married now, he's a different. He's grown up. he's he's you know before he was a boy now he's a man, and I can see something there. and he's seeing the same thing in me. He's seeing that I've changed, and she's had her own experience. she's in a been in a committed romantic type of thing yeah. going on. so i there are moments in this book like that that are when I say surprisingly mature, I'm not trying to be like condescending to Sarah Sarah or this type of genre. But I feel like I expect the lower jab where it's like, here's the village boy who wouldn't date me in public and like it's going to be a one up. Instead, it's like, no, we kind of had a thing and it worked for us and it was never supposed to be more. And we've moved on and but we can look at each other and appreciate it. And then for what it was
0: right and then walk away
1: yeah i
0: think it is so sweet she's like i'm happy for him they smile at each other they wave and keep walking Mm -hmm. like i just think it's a really nice moment i do like that she acknowledges that the wife looks a little like jealous or iffy about it because they were engaged and like this woman's probably not stupid. She probably heard through town that Isaac had a relationship with this other woman. Right. So it's like, it's nice that like all three of them have these like looks at each other and then they're all just like, all right, peace out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But yeah. She we also th- he notices he looks so human. Yes. So human. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. How trivial. His ears are so round. Uh-huh. I hate it. I hate it for him. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the house burning down, she hears, but it's just in passing. Nothing else happens there. Uh-huh. But nesta nesta is the hero of this
1: chapter and the next chapter i wrote my reversal of feelings for nesta has happened so fast (laughs) and i think these two chapters go so well together because they're both about the maturity of the sisters and the maturity of Mm Mm-hmm. where First of all, they're all been out of the really dire circumstances, which probably may not any of them behave their best. Right. They were all exhausted. So, you know, they were all, you know, stressed out. And now when they don't, you know, that's like social commentary there. Yeah. And then now um, it's both that they're get to be more of their better self and they get to look and understand it. So it's like. Here's Elaine when she's not, like, just being oblivious. When she can just be herself and plant flowers and be a nice person and hang out with friends. She's lovely. And here's Nesta. She's still hard as a rock and strong-willed and stubborn. But she has this internal moral code where she's like, of course I went after you. This was not true. It's not right. I knew, oh, the guy that she doesn't. She's like, I knew he wouldn't go after you or help me so, so I, don't like him I don't like him anymore yeah and it's such a good character design moment because it's like again it's another thing that's like surprisingly mature in the book where it's an easier path would be like her getting her comeuppance or her suddenly like be, being nicer mm-hmm. like instead it's like no i'm still the same person but you're realizing th- now realizing like this is how i did it Oh, and the stuff about what Nessa said about her father. Oh. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: It's amazing. I love that she isn't going to the season. You know, Mm -hmm. she's not going to do the balls and the dating with Mm -hmm, all these mm -hmm, people mm -hmm, who are rude mm -hmm. to her. But her being angry at her dad. She's like, Farah. I knew you could get us more food, and I just wanted to see if you would get up off his ass and do something. Like, Anesta feels so angry. She's Mm -hmm. the best grudge holder in the world, and this is coming from a big grudge holder. Oh, I'm yeah. so proud of her. Like,
1: Yeah. I, I think that added a, such an interesting layer when she's like, I knew. Why did I spend all the money? Because I knew you would take care of it, which is like, I mean, it's a little rude. It is, is rude. A little, it, it is rude. rude. But it was like, not because I'm not taking, not grateful, but it's because I was trying to push her, him. It's like when you like, don't do a chore. And then because you're trying to make someone else do a chore and then the third person does the chore. And I'm like, no, you do all the chores. Don't do it. I'm trying to make them or like a job when you're like trying to make someone else do their job. But then the other person steps in and I was like, no, neither of us should step in. They need to do it. Right. You make know, them do it. Yeah. You're trying to pressure the person into doing the thing they're supposed to do. Right. Yeah. Like. I loved it because, it, like I said, it just hit because it's like she's still the same person. It's just our understanding of her is different. hmm. It's great. Because even if she does bad things at this point, I really can appreciate the character's design. Uh, Great. Yeah, I can. And I think
0: we need to keep this Nesta in mind because... (laughs) You keep saying
1: things like this. Does she do some horrible things? Love her. I love her now. Yeah. Evil queen. I love you. (laughs) You could go rule fairyland. Amarantha who?
0: There are people throwing things. I don't know. There are people who still hate Nesta, even though we're like all through these books, which I do not. But um, I think one important thing about Nesta that we need to know is we're going to find out how much she is scared of and hates fairies in the future. Mm. Um. But she went to that mercenary and had her take her to the wall in the cold for something that she's terrified of and hates. Mm -hmm. And she did that for her little sister. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. That's cool. She
1: tried. She She really really tried. She's like, I was going to go. But then there was a fucking magical.
0: Yeah. And here's the uh, moment quote for Nesta My hateful cold sister had been willing to brave Prithian to rescue me. And then I do think it's cute that. she gardens with Elaine, like Elaine is giving her her thing. But mm-hmm. Feyre paints with Nesta. Yeah, she's giving her a piece of herself, which is mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, do we there again? No new characters, but about obviously the season when we're talking about ball seasons. I obviously that made me think of like things like Bridgerton, Victorian oh, yeah, 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 era, yeah. J- mm-hmm. um, Jane Austen. Um, are there any other books where magic? just doesn't work on specific people i was thinking about how nesta it's like i'm so strong willed magic i love how she said iron willed and
1: iron-willed. i was like i was like hey, hey even though an iron doesn't work i love that little line that oh, little moment. that's
0: really cute i didn't even think about She's, that metaphor. she said i i iron-willed. all it takes is
1: an iron willed and I was like, "Oh, I mean, funny. the iron thing doesn't actually work on fairies, but I love that. <laughs> this is
0: another jab at the, like, hey, iron doesn't work, but an iron will does right. work. Very fun.
1: I I can't think I of any I know stores. I've seen stuff, and I just can't think of it on the top of my head. Yeah. I think there's stuff where it's, like, weaker or it breaks on certain people or certain people can't. I know there's things out there. Um...
0: Yeah, I know. I was thinking about it, too. If we think about it later, we'll bring it up next week if, if it, like, strikes us know, throughout the week. Hit. But it was one thing that I was, like, there are definitely other magical stories where, like, magic doesn't work on specific people. I was even trying to think, of, like, in X-Men, are there certain powers that, like, don't impact, I don't know. I just, like, kept trying to ponder it in my head.
1: I, oh, and I couldn't I think know. of it. I know. There's something. It's, like, right, like, on the edge of my memory but I cannot pull it I cannot pull it in right now you know what
0: we'll do I'll put later when I'm editing I'll be like editing Allie says this is what we thought of hi editing Allie here I think I mentioned this in the next episode but the moment that was on the tip of my tongue is when Jafar uses the genie to enchant Jasmine to fall in love with him but because the genie can't make people fall in love she can resist the genie's charm when she's in like the cute red bikini and the high ponytail. Okay. Um, Okay. So are we ready for quotes? Sure. So one reason I love Nesta is because uh, I relate to her I think more than any other female character in these Mm -hmm. books because of her hate and this quote um, I think is very telling. She had cared more perhaps Loved more fiercely than I could comprehend, more deeply and loyally. Mm. And I think that if you can hate really hard, then you can love really hard. And that's a great
1: Nesta quote. I did it's also about Nesta, of course. And for her and for her, with that raging, unrelenting heart, it would have been a line in the sand. Mm.
0: Oh, that's mm. about Thomas, mm. yeah? Mm-hmm. A line in the sand. Mm-hmm. Girl. Mm-hmm. Girl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next chapter. After 31, I call closure with family. Okay.
1: <laughs> I went Mulan for this one, and mm. it's called A Boy Worth Fighting For. <laughs> oh, Ooh, Tam Tam Tam.
0: A boy <laughs> Worth Fighting For. All right. Okay. Um, a summary. Weeks have taken place. There's a bull. Mm-hmm. She's starting to think about Tamlin and the plight more. Like, I wonder what Tamlin's doing. She finds out that the betters were murdered, or the burned down in a house, mm-hmm. and they couldn't find Claire's body. Uh, and then she, that's the inciting moment that you alluded to last week. Uh-huh. She decides to go back to the manor to find out what's going on with Tamlin, and the manor is destroyed. Uh-huh. That is the summary of chapter 31.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Happens fast. It's interesting, maybe for the timeline Sarah required this, I thought it was interesting that the fire kind of happened, like, oh, it happened the day you got back. Like, I don't know if it would have been a little more active or interesting if the fire happened, like, when she was in town. And, like, she was around but i don't know the timeline that's coming with the rest of it so yeah
0: i think also that the the timeline we learn kind of in the next chapter is that tamlin released her three days before the end of the curse yeah and it was also the day after reese came and scared him to death so like she gets
1: home and it takes a couple days to travel right
0: like two days travel so she's home two days after reese visits
1: they burned down the house. Right.
0: So I think, and, and that's makes three sense. days yeah. to the, so I think it's all it, in the I last mean, three days of the
1: curse. I mean, it definitely makes sense from like the villain's actions. Mm-hmm. Reese, you bad But from boy. a story t- storytelling where it's like, oh right, this bad thing happened like a couple weeks ago. It's and we you're like, were. oh, okay. But then also a lot of stuff has happened. So in, yeah. In, in Fairyland. So um I love
0: how she doesn't just think about Tamlin. She thinks about how Lucian was disappointed in her. And she can't Mm. quite put her finger on it. But I like that her friendship with Lucian in her brain is taking up as much space as her um, relationship
1: with Tamlin. Right. Well, she doesn't have friends. That's true. She just had two sisters that she finally has bonded with. Very true. Very, very Um, true. I thought it was interesting when she left. Like, it reminded me of that first chapter where she left where she's giving instructions. Like, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do. Like, in her wake. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she's still the same person. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I love the conversation uh, that her and Nesta have because mm-hmm. it is just no bullshitting. You do this. You do this. I'll do this. You do that. Like, get the guards. Mm-hmm, tell mm-hmm, the family mm-hmm. what to do. I think it is a very no bullshit sister to sister honest moment and nesta is fully on board
1: yeah i also think there's like a moment where she's it i it it goes with one of my quotes that i like for the next chapter which like but she's like going back into huntress mode like she's putting on her tunic she's putting on her pants she's ready to go like fancy fair is not here no more it's gonna Mm -hmm. kill things right yes you're absolutely right she's survival mode Farah. she's
0: not safe anymore yeah like we talked about that a lot her getting comfortable in the first couple
1: chapters Mm -hmm. that
0: she was at the spring court and she's not comfortable anymore no she's like screw it i gotta get back into fight mode um and i just think nesta shines in this chapter she does such a great job um and then Farah gets on her horse and goes to the wall yeah and I mean she finds her way through which is hard. There's not a lot of holes. Yeah, she has in to like go
1: through it and go along the edge. Yeah, cool cool cool. Yeah,
0: that's very like Hunger Games with the force field like mm-hmm. trying to get through like where are the breaks in the walls? And the manor is destroyed. Mm. Destroyed. Destroyed. Like somebody wrecked the house. It is empty and, and tore destroyed. It down. All the people are gone. Windows are shattered, tables are flipped, bookshelves are empty. I That's so sad. Like, it was a house that she looked at like it was looming the first time she saw it. Then it felt like home. And now it is in pieces. Yeah. And I think this house is going to hold so much feeling for Feyre in the next couple of books. And, Um,
1: And this is a big moment. And it's also the opposite of what just happened where she traveled back to her, supposed to be her broken down cabin. And it was this beautiful mansion. Very and interesting. And now she's traveling back to this beautiful mansion she had this amazing experience with, and it's destroyed. Yeah. It is like the mere opposite of each other right there.
0: Yeah, I think that's, that's a great comparison. So it's like two chapters later, she's doing the exact same thing and having opposite results.
1: Mm-hmm. That's crazy. The parallel. It is a literary, a literary parallel. parallel. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah, literally, I, I love a, good... a
0: parallel. <sighs> they they do a nice job at really making you understand the character and like how they feel so about specific feelings. things. Yeah, so many feelings. I just can't believe they killed all the betters in the house. I mean, I can I mean, believe. Claire's they're... gone. We don't know where Claire uh, I, is. I
1: don't think Claire's dead. Sh-
0: okay, but we're, like I can't believe like Reese is just gonna come in there. Reese and the Adder, who are the other bad guys? They're and Amarantha. They're gonna come in there. And kill them all. Yeah,
1: they don't fucking care about humans.
0: I just that is so. Pharaoh must feel so guilty. I know we don't find that out till the next chapter, but I am like. I mean, yeah. I mean, she
1: should have practiced her fake names like we did. Yeah, (laughs)
0: you need to know your fake name. Come on. (laughs) When the police stop you, you have to know what you're going to say when you're a teenager.
1: Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Um. I didn't. I mean, I mean to be honest, I didn't have that much to say about this chapter. I I think it's important. It's plot. It's a turning point. It does a lot. It's a good moment. It, you know, it's a good stepping stone to the rest of the story. I think it was effective in what it needed to do. But I just don't have a lot of commentary. No,
0: Yeah. It uh-huh. moves the story forward. It was like the song in a Disney musical. You sing it to have one minute worth of plot move the whole story ahead. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Um, My quote. The chandelier lay shattered on the ground, reduced to mounds
1: of shattered crystal. I had a hard time finding a chapter, I, or a quote I mm-hmm. liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm gonna put down two from the last page that I think helped build up some of that to like what's happening next. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. Let me find where this pages end. Um, so I'm gonna combine this. They're they're not necessarily very uh, profound on their face, but I liked the mood setting. And this was I didn't immediately notice. How the birds didn't sing. Mm -hmm. I know Which, that's the creepy quietness. And also, we had those mirthful birds earlier. (laughs) And then, Tam, my voice echoed through the house, mocking me. Ah, that mocking echo. Love that. She's calling him
0: Tam again, which I love. All right. Let's do
1: it. 32. That's my chat, baby. All right. What did you call it? I called it Just a little info dump sesh with Alice. I said, spill the tea, Alice. (laughs) (laughs) Spill
0: that tea, girl. Uh, This is
1: oh, this is an info dump.
0: It is so much of an info dump. I actually have questions about that when we talk about literary elements afterwards.
1: It's almost a little painful. It is very, to be honest. It is very hard, and (laughs) it's so
0: much information. So, do a brief summary without telling us about the info dump. Okay.
1: All right. So, uh, um. So I like this moment, so I, I had to write about it. So Fairy uses, like, her hunter skills to be like, oh, what happened? She's like Aragorn in at the, at the movie. She's like, look at the footsteps. This is what happened here. Look, there's no blood. There's no they, bodies. They drug one away. Oh, there's... <laughs> the other flipped over. There was a scuffle here. Oh, but two... There's two plates. Like, she's doing this whole thing. It's MacGyver And Farrah. then she's hiding, and it's... The person she hears, it's Alice. Yay! Love her. Um, and we found out a bunch of things from Alice. We find out... I'm just going to do a quick rundown, and we won't go in depth. We found out that Tamlin has been taken under the mountain for a cure, but we get more details about that. That we learn about Amarantha's backstory. Have I been saying her name right? You're saying it it. right. Amarantha. Amarantha. Um, And we'll get into it. We learn about her backstory and backstory with Tamlin. And we learn the Blight isn't what we thought. And... um, that the contingencies of Feyre being there aren't what we thought. And that people couldn't tell her because of the curse. AKA the blight. AKA all this stuff. And, uh, and then Feyre's like, all right, well, I guess I got to go onto the mountain and rescue everybody. And Alice is like, are you fucking crazy? And she's like, yes, I am, baby. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the chapter. Like,
0: no. She says right. no like three times. There's no, no, no. a lot to dissect here. There really is. Um, I do like at the beginning... Where she, like, sits down and she's like, I gave myself a minute. Uh-huh. Just a minute. I like that. I like that she looks around. I like the whole detective scene. I like that she yells for Tamlin. I like that she yells for Lucian. I like that Alice is in some weird cloak that's scary for some reason.
1: I mean, you gotta wear a, a <laughs> mysterious cloak. A mysterious you gotta cloak. do it. <laughs> but
0: then, we've got this big info dump. And I think each time we talk about pieces of this curse and pieces of this backstory, we should try to maybe relate it to, like, other stories other than beauty and the beast obviously because i think that sh- <laughs> this is just so many elements of so many different curses it was a all lot it's a lot. a lot it all does come into play throughout different books i guess let's start with amarantha's backstory mm-hmm, i mm-hmm. didn't get into the names of her sister or her sister's lover because they continue to come up and we don't know enough about them yet
1: mm-hmm. but
0: her sister was in love with a human
1: yes But the human was tricking the sister for information and then killed the sister.
0: Editing alley here. We're going to learn a lot more about Jurian and Clithia in the future. But I just want to make sure that we got this right here. Jurian is a mortal and a general of the mortal armies during the war between fairies and mortals. The first war. When the sister of the general of the king of Highburn's army, Clithia so Amarantha's sister, falls madly in love with him, he uses her for information, and then kills her. Which is what Marjorie said, but I wanted to read it specifically
1: off of the Acatar wiki. But, but let's be clear, Amarantha hated humans well before that. Sure, because right. she was
0: allied with the Spring Court, Tamlin's dad,
1: mm-hmm. for a very long time in the fight against the mm-hmm, humans. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we also get that she's from... Um, hybron yeah hybron. which i, th- I what hyburn hyburn mm-hmm. oh i added some letters in there hyburn mm-hmm. she's from hyburn which i knew was this whole like separate king thing i was wrong that the that king <laughs> was going to be the big bad obvious well in this, know, book. In this book but because amaranth is kind of rogue from him she was like a general in <sighs> the first war in the first this big yeah and then she's like, oh, I'm going to be a little envoy and make everyone like me. Yeah, because and then- they lost the first war. So she goes around on her I'm sorry tour.
0: Yeah. Uh, and everybody's right. like, you're not fooling us, bitch. But then she did fool them.
1: I mean, she fooled all of them.
0: <laughs> all the high lords? What yeah. trickery. She's hot. Yeah. But with some poison it's wine. Pretty privilege. But I feel pretty like all privilege. fairies are hot. They- that's what they're alluding to. We haven't seen an ugly fairy yet.
1: I, there's been some. Uh, th- 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 there's a lot of ugly fairies. Okay, the adder. No, there's a whole bunch of like. Th- You're talking about the high fae. There's a whole oh, bunch of fairies okay, that are weird looking.
0: Right. So the high fae. I feel like all high fae are hot uh-huh. so far. So far. So far. There's a lot of hot high
1: I mean, if you find blondes hot, but like, that's subjective, I yeah. guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Ah, Tamlin, rah. Rah. But He's fine. He's got a mask on. We don't right, have to right. look at his face. We don't
1: have to look at his blondy <laughs> face. <laughs> yeah,
0: but, th- and just then, I it mean, it the main element to this curse, where she says seven times seven years. Oh, that, just so 49
1: Well, that's like very Bible, isn't it? So Bible. 70 times 7. 70 times 7 or this? 7
0: is such an important number. We see it in Horcruxes. We see it in Judaism. The Bible. All the things.
1: All the things. All the religions. 7. So 7 times times 7. It's just more dramatic. It's, it's about the drama, Allie. It's I about guess. the drama. It's about like, are they uh, do they doubt a little bit how long it is because their multiplication skills aren't that great? Do
0: we know that Feyre can do math? We know she can't <laughs> read. <laughs> Does she know what seven times seven is? That was baby i guess maybe she has to kill seven times seven i mean you have to, to
1: know how to baby. like sell things and buy okay, things you sure, have sure, to know sure. the basics of counting yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay guess. so she can count So she like count, count seven maybe she seven times algebra
0: two but seven times seven she's fine with yeah I think basic so. like multiplication. if i had to sell seven pelts for seven
1: coins like sure. how much is that right I think she could do it. Okay. 49 I think I think, yeah, 49 years. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't know if I could do math because I doubt it. I was like, well, se- is seven times seven 49? But then we. And I was like, I guess it, is. Is. I it just, is. I was like, I didn't fact check it, but I was like, oh, I guess something does multiply to 49. That's interesting. It does. <laughs> I, I,
0: We find out she's like crushing on Tamlin after her time with the dad. And I just wonder how Faye relationships work. Like once you're an adult, does the age range just never matter? i think so okay so she's friends
1: i think so unless you want to float okay 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 you no know, you know what i mean yeah i think you're an adult you're a mortal okay so it just what does it matter, matter? i don't it think it matters. matters you're right you're right i don't think it matters i mean if if tamlin's going to date a 19 year old mortal the time the age difference between adult and mortals <laughs> cannot fucking matter yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. it can't it can't but if
0: we find out she's crushing on him and tamlin just like keeps turning her down keeps turning her down he's like she's a
1: psychopath yeah. i hate her and
0: he's really into freeing humans and he knows that she's not even though she's faking she is
1: he's just disagrees with her like he's a moral king he stands on his line in the sand of beliefs yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like he's like uh you're canceled. you're canceled
0: i am pro-choice
1: you're canceled amarantha like like he doesn't like her at let's all. ratio her on twitter
0: but um, we get this moment where he sends Lucian to try to smooth things over and, and am- ah! carved his eye out yes we found that out that's really upsetting he was left bloody and sensitive. and then back. was
1: like let's all have a ball where we wear masks so he's not sensitive about it and I was like that's like even ruder I don't know
0: and what do you have to do to make a fairy scar because they have healing magic
1: I think you have to be a, like an equally or more powerful strong fairy okay so
0: maybe you curse the wound yeah wound. I think
1: if you're stronger then maybe oh, because we saw
0: hand not heal earlier yeah okay, okay okay yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so When okay. he was fighting the ball i
1: gotta say this is skipping ahead but this whole thing where it's like we're cursed to wear masks because humans are vain so they won't think you're good looking and i was like it's just a fucking masquerade mask yeah we don't it's mind not- <laughs> i was like i don't even understand that there's humans who are like oh yeah the beast was hotter when he was the beast like yeah. he wasn't the guy is not hot like i uh, we're vain but we're in weird ways there's there's different strokes for different folks so i was like i was like i feel like it's a stretch but you needed to include it to be an element of this story yeah but i don't instead of turning them to a beast in household objects you turn them all into having to force to wear masks and i was like Tamlin got to wear a nice mask. He didn't even have to wear a horse mask. Yeah. Like, he didn't get to wear man. one of those, like, silly horse masks people i imagine the full face, you know, the ones that yeah, people wear that are silicone. Voice. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> no. yeah. I want I... somebody to be in one of the Ronald Reagan <laughs> masks. <laughs> like Halloween ones.
0: What if that's what Lucian had to wear as the courtier? I love it. That would have been a dream come
1: true. Right. But, yeah, that part, I was like, okay, that's a bit of a stretch. But I
0: do think about, like, the, things like the man in the iron mask where like you're locked up. Well, yeah. Um, and I thought about, um, there is a, if you have read the whole series of throne of glass, there's a very dramatic stuck in a mask scene, um, that I think everybody cried during. So like, I think that Sarah J. Moss Mass hates the idea of something stuck on your face. <laughs> she is like very against. Like it. this is her
1: personal <laughs> phobia. <laughs> She's
0: like I do not want to. Be I mean, I wear
1: glasses you. every day, so I'm like, whatever.
0: <laughs> Maybe like <laughs>
1: this is like COVID situation. She was like predicting COVID. Like, oh just, yeah, like, get this off my face. Fine, that's fine. Beautiful. Yeah, I right. loved that. All right, um, so. Mm.
0: I'm trying to... Okay, so they go to the masquerade. Amarantha gives all the High Lords wine as like a, Hey, boys, let's just get over it. And they're all just kind of like, Oh, fuck this woman. And they all drink the wine, unsuspecting. Where are their poison tasters? Talk to me about where their poison tasters are.
1: Why are they this stupid?
0: I I just think they maybe are all overconfident. We'll get more explanation on this Uh scene way later in the series. Uh But I just don't... In my head, they are, like, the most educated, magically
1: talented... And a lot of them are, like, growing up in families where the brothers, like, slaughter each other other for the position of high lords. So I feel like they should just be a little bit more
0: paranoid. Absolutely. So she steals all their magic, or most of it, and just holds it inside of her and then, like, imprisons most of them under this mountain for 50 years.
1: And then, okay, so there's this curse, the Blight. It's this curse... And Tamlin's allowed to go out, and it's like the Spring Court can go out. Some the of them. Spring Court can go out, and and it's like, um, she's like, well, because he's like, I'd rather date a human that hates Faye than you. Which, that's not polite to humans, (laughs) Chamberlain, actually. (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad we're as bad as a mass (laughs) murderess. Thank you. Anyway, and then she's like, "Uh, I'm going to give it to you seven times seven years to find a human who hates face so much. She kills them in cold blood with hatred in her heart. Right. And then you gotta make her love you. And then you gotta make her love you. And when we find. <laughs> Marjorie's looking so distressed. <laughs> we find out- <laughs> What else do we find we out? We that. <laughs> I'm like laughing and crying at the same time. I'm not crying. I'm- we find out that. Andrus and a whole bunch of Fae before him have been going into the human world to basically fucking sacrifice themselves to find this girl.
0: Absurd. Absurd. Uh, and Andrus uh, was like a last-ditch effort. He like, was a last-ditch.
1: Like, they had done Samson it was like, on. fucking stop. We're not doing this anymore. He's I'm done. tired of it. And I... then he
0: was like, even if I get a human what? here, that's another form of slavery. I don't want to do that.
1: It's just so effed up. It is. But it's it- like how broken. It- like, I understand why the other Fae, like, may be willing to do it. Because they're like, we're trying to save the, all of the Fae world here. Like, yeah. I get. It. It's like being a soldier. It's like you're willing to, like, sacrifice. Yeah. Like, I kind of. A- like,
0: everybody was proud to go out and do it.
1: I was like, appreciate. I Like, I can appreciate that. But I understand how that, like, would just eff you up if you were the person in charge. And it's like, yeah. all my friends are dying. Dot working.
0: But then he, he goes out. Claws
1: he pushed a pause and then until people started getting desperate again like we gotta do this again we gotta do it
0: well this explains Reese's comment from a few chapters ago where he goes you've just been sitting on your ass here Mm -hmm. like Reese is pissed at him for doing nothing he doesn't know about Andrus or Feyre at that point when he makes that comment he's mad that Tamlin is sitting out here with his little mask having his tea ignoring Amarantha's curse which is weird (sighs) And interesting. And
1: then, so then Feyre fulfills it, which kind of explains this whole thing of why why they wanted to keep her here. We find out the treaty is not what we think. We find out the blight is not what we think. So the blight is actually this curse, but they could not talk to her. That part of the curse is they could not explain it to Feyre what right. was going on. Exactly. And which I do love. I do love a curse. You're not allowed to talk about the curse oh, as part of the yeah. contingent. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it's so good it's it's yeah it's like um oh god who is the it? first rule of fight club is you don't talk about Fight Club. i was thinking of the greek myth of the i can't cassandra mm-hmm. cassandra she was a uh seer but no one would ever believe her predictions like oh mm-hmm. the frustration of that yeah anyway so no one will believe it and and now alice can do it cause she's like i guess amaranth is like i won so fuck you um i don't care anymore um it's just so much it is it's so just much. so many pieces we found out Farah had to say I love you back which we know we, I, I just read the quote where she did it last week yeah, I was like listen to the quote she didn't do it um and and the treaty's not the treaty like that was never a contingent. that was just in a reason why he needed her there
0: yeah it's very confusing I would say the only other thing we really haven't covered that we really need to is that at some point in the last 49 years Three of the high lords under the mountain rebelled against Amarantha oh, and right. lost day, winter, and summer. And those high lords were killed, and their sons are now high lords, but they've never been out from under the mountains since they've become high lords. Okay. So it's very, that's a very important thing. Now we kind of understand why the two dozen children in winter were killed. Why these fairies from summer are getting their wings cut off. Like uh-huh. they tried to rebel, and Amarantha is
1: pissed. Yeah.
0: There's just
1: It is shocked full of shit in this chapter. There's just so much that happened in this. It's a lot. I don't necessarily think this is the right writing choice. I it's yeah. too much. And it was like the scene with the map. I think. And it's so. It's not wrong that it's like convoluted because politics can be convoluted. Like I don't think it's necessarily convoluted. I think it's just detailed, and there's so many elements that Alice Alice is revealing. I wish it could be parsed out.
0: I almost think like so because we, it's, we can <sighs> safely assume Favor's is going to go under the mountain. Oh, so I I wish that like Alice would have given her the important details and Feyre maybe would have figured out other elements of the curse as she went
1: yes which, which
0: she will but like this info dump is like Dumbledore speaking for 17 pages and you're just like please I don't if you're just gonna tell me the
1: answer is love I will kill you yeah. Dumbledore. it it was it was so much from one character, who I feel like may not even know everything. Ooh, like, interesting point. I think Alice would know most of the stuff. I mm-hmm. feel like like she's in Mage the inner circle, circle. Yeah, But it's also, like, she knows so much. Right. So much detail about everything that it's, yeah. like, calm down. Like, and it was just, yeah. It was, like, very pivotal, and but it was, like, this isn't the fucking info dump of info dumps and it's it's an info dump in so many directions it's about the curse it's about amarantha it's about this it's about the politic history and if something happened like I, yeah it needed to be part, partitioned out differently yeah i don't know how the rest of the story goes or the past i know she couldn't know things but Mary just did not try to figure out things in so much of this book that it would have been nice if there were some more pieces that are she instead of being completely blindsided she was like Oh, that makes sense now. It's almost like she's just always there, and yeah, right. you know, I think she's kind of passive in some earlier parts of the book, in a way that it's like she's just actively, a little more active in trying to find out what was going on. Yeah, I think then so this, this could feel have like been... to pay off a little better.
0: Yeah, I think this could have, sp- I think this could have been spaced out. And I actually think there is an info dump in the next book that is done very well. Okay, versus this one that I think was rushed. I won't say it, it was bad, but I will say it was, it was rushed. So much in one chapter. Yeah.
1: And I think, like, the the chapter earlier with the, the map where she was, like, explaining where Farrah somehow mm-hmm. knew the political history of Fairyland. I still sure. question that. That yeah. was, like, a precursor to this. It was mm-hmm. kind of also an info-dumpy chapter. Yeah. And then you kind of have to... I, I mean, that know there's at times you have to provide information for the story, But info dumps have a reputation as info dumps in a bad reason. A dump is never a good word, right? Right. So it's like you want to, it's hard to do well. Yeah. And this definitely hits you you over the side of the head. Yeah. Because we also, we talked, we talked
0: earlier, maybe two weeks ago, how there was like an info dump that was done very well. It was like a, she found things out. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of information, but it wasn't too much information. Yeah. And I can't remember when that was, but it was a really nice one. And like this, I don't get me wrong. It's written well.
1: The information is good. I like the idea. Like, I'm like, I see the underpinnings of the world. I see right. how it all comes together. But the reveal is it's, just so, it's so much. much.
0: Fortunately, the rest of this book is action. I mean, yeah. Fucking packed. Yes. Okay, so that was one of my big questions. Okay, let's do quotes for that chapter. All right. Um, I had a quote towards the end where you're talking about how Alice keeps saying no fucking way. And Feyre says in her head, Alice studied me for a minute before her eyes softened. And I love the idea when you can see somebody cave. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes authors do a really good job of explaining
1: that. Mm -hmm. Well, mentioning how much I liked she went into Huntress mode, I really like this line at the beginning of the chapter where she said, another forest I told myself, another set of tracks. I just love Beautiful. I was so well done. She doesn't say I have to like put put my hunter brain on. No, she just says that and it's right, like, ah, get it. it conveys it so well, so few words, so I'll right. Love it.
0: Yeah. Um, so one of my questions for literary elements was, is the info dump too much? And we obviously covered too- that much (laughs) um okay and last week you said that you think Feyre is going to go back to fairyland once there is like this pivotal moment is Claire better's house burning down a big enough moment to cause
1: her to go back I I mean it made sense I I I felt like I said how it was like in the past in a way I thought it would have been a moment that was a little more active. Okay. And like her brain went oh something must be going on in Prithian because they snuck over and not like my human world is under attack so I need to do something. Right. Like I expected it to be a little bit more direct than it was. Direct attack. Okay. Um, But I accept it. I accept it. I just expected it to be a little bit more direct. Got it. So
0: some predictions. Okay. Claire's body was not found. What's up with Claire?
1: I well, I know earlier I said I thought she was still alive. I'm not sure if she's still alive. I think she was not killed in the fire. Okay. I think because they thought they could probably, like, antagonize Tamlin with her. Um, She is was captured mm-hmm. and taken to Prithian under the mountain. I don't know what the status of her is right now. Right. I don't know if it was, like, Tamlin was like, that is absolutely not that person. Or if it's, like, sort of, like... We have your love lover captured, and he's, like, bending to will, Amaranthia's will to mm-hmm. protect this person who's not actually Pharaoh.
0: Okay. So we know that Day, Winter, and Summer rebelled.
1: Mm-hmm. We know
0: that Lucian's Autumn and his family's crazy. We know that Reese is cra- crazy mean. Mm-hmm. What's going on with
1: Dawn? Dawn.
0: Okay. Are they bad? Are they good?
1: Are they neutral? So we have, um, we have Autumn Court, which we know are nothing crazy. We know Night Court is being Amaranthon's whore. Yeah. We, you said winter. Winter day and summer, summer rebelled. Winter say and dumber rebelled. Um, just for the entrance of variety, who are we talking about? Dawn. Dawn. Dawn? I mean, that's symbolically Dawn is like the light coming up it's a new dawn it's a new day so i'm wondering just for the interest of variety maybe dawn's like sort of like in the middle like they're keeping it cool they're not like not so then they're not like in amarantha's like mental like they're like we're not we're not here for you but we're not ready to like outright rebel yet we're kind of like gonna play Play like more like an aaron burr situation Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. like um or they're maybe just better at rebelling and they're doing it like a little more Ooh, secretly. Quiet
0: rebellion. Yeah, you okay, know. Okay, okay, okay.
1: What obviously Farrah's
0: going to the mount ma- under the mountain. What is the like what do you think is one of the big things that's gonna happen under there? The next <sighs> the next rest of the book is mostly under the mountain. Right. right.
1: Um well, I think we're into act. Three baby, which is what I wrote my note into mm-hmm. Act Three, comma baby, right? Um, she's going, she's going there. I I keep throwing and I had a hard time with predictions because like I can see a couple ways of, of this going. Um, does she successfully sneak in? Is she caught right away? Does like obviously, I think she's gonna have a plan at one point. The plan's gonna not work, and then they have to have another plan. I'm kind of wondering if she's not. I feel like they go in two directions, where she's kept separate from Tamlin most of the time when she's under the mountain. Maybe she like gets in cahoots with other people to try to secretly do stuff, or she finds Tamlin right away and then she has to work with him to save everybody else. But I think it must be kept away because she just if she says I love you, the curse breaks. But of course there's probably other powers involved. Curse. Maybe the forty nine years is over. Okay. I don't know if in this this book um. Oh right, forty nine years. I don't know. I don't know about in this book, but I think eventually Amarantha is gonna explode from all the powers inside her. I feel like when people absorb all the powers, they eventually explode with all the powers. Like so, that's gonna happen eventually. Okay. It's like too much without an. Outlet. Or like they get sucked out of her and she like shrivels up like a little corn husk. If something with too much power, that's just never she reminds gonna me of work. The Red
0: Witch from like Game of Thrones. Yeah, so. She's like very creepy. Really. Very creepy. Um, um. So yeah,
1: I'm just like I feel like the path. I feel like. Because I haven't even started going under the mountain. And those kind of action sequences can go in so many different ways. I'm just not quite sure what path it's going to take yet.
0: I know the first time I was reading it, I did not expect the length of time that was going to be spent there.
1: Oh. That is
0: the one thing that I was like.
1: For how much of the book is left? Yeah. Oh. Well, it's actually a significant amount. It's like a third. Yeah, it is a I third don't know why I expected I was closer to the end. Yeah. Um a lot has happened.
0: Because a lot a lot has happened, but now it's like I don't know. I got there and it, the first couple chapters I was like, "Oh, there's a lot more of this book left."
1: <laughs> like I couldn't I just looked at it. Otherwise. I was just looked at it where my bookmark is and I was like, "Oh, I guess so." Mm-hmm. I think also cuz we're reading it partially, slowly, it very slowly, but, yeah. Um mm-hmm. I That's interesting. So, I keep hearing things with people talking because people talk about books talking about this book series around Mm -hmm. me and i'm like what the f happens (laughs) i just edited my belief to myself what the because people people are like oh i love reese and i was like yeah and then i saw a clip of a tiktok i don't know how they knew i was reading this book series and someone said like I don't know about you, but I just would have, like, stayed with Tamlin. And I was like, what the guy, what's going on? <laughs> listen, ah! listen, if- but, I mean, if Ferris slowly, like, gets seduced to the dark side and becomes evil, I would be here for that type of book, too. So, yeah. I kind of hope that happens, Yeah, too. it's very hard. Like, no, it doesn't make the good guy bad. Like, the bad guy makes for evil. Mm-hmm. If that's the books. So, like, Greece, a very Sandy. <laughs> no, Sandy's boring.
0: But she becomes a bad guy for Danny. No okay no, no she just, she just dresses in a, she, just a dress, she just
1: dresses in a costume
0: okay I see. I see i don't know
1: i don't know i don't know is this gonna become the book where she gets dressed up in the fancy ball gown and becomes evil i don't know oh, i don't know what she's gonna do
0: we're gonna have to see
1: i maybe she has to play maybe she has to play people maybe she has to go out of her comfort zone and be like socially like graceful we are
0: mentioning things from the next four books so i i guess like is this gonna
1: become like a court like a a, a political court fantasy drama I love those things I can't tell you what it's
0: gonna be I know
1: I just don't know I just don't know what's gonna happen Is I really at this point I'm like there's so many directions it could go well
0: our sister-in-law happened to (sighs) mention that I should put a statue of Reese in my front yard and I looked at her and I was like shut up (laughs) like casual I know and
1: other people like that and I was like talking about but I also saw that that clip of I scrolled away but I was like how did this end up in my feed? I don't pause I and say, look. I haven't Googled also stuff. I love a bad guy. I love a dark, dark man. I'm not opposed to it if it's done well. Okay. Like I just told you how much I love Nesta yeah. now. Yeah. Because a good character design. I will I, tell I think you maybe- once
0: we meet him, my partner is most like the um, High Lord of the Summer Court.
1: Hmm. So okay.
0: Once we meet him, you'll understand that comment. And we'll have a long conversation about it. Okay. But we got some time, so I don't know. I don't know. Let's what's let's give out some things. Okay. Let's, let's
1: give out some awards. Okay.
0: I am giving five of Feyre's paintbrushes to Nesta
1: for being a get-it-done sister. Right. I also gave awards for Nesta. I gave her two thumbs up for being. What did I write here? For being surprisingly all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: An action-oriented girl a surprisingly all right i want a t-shirt that says world's Okayest sister i am surprisingly all right
1: um, um my other one i gave ahead. um four dumbledore awards for alice's <laughs> masterful list info dumping i love that i said that earlier i know i, I have it written that. down i it's here it's here it's time stamped it's not time stamped but it's here.
0: Okay, but then I'm only giving one little pumpkin seed to Elaine for, like, not at all being interested in Pharaoh's life. She's just like, yeah, come I... do my hobby. Yep. So, of the two sisters, I think Nesta's the better sister right uh, now. I think so. Right now.
1: I think so. We'll see.
0: <laughs> Happy future, sister Archeron sisters.
1: Whatever. I will doubt. Nesta defense squad now. So I, I'm an I, apologist. I'm also
0: a Nesta apologist, so... I'm here for
1: her now, so I'll fight people. I decided. Once I decide on a character, I'm like they never could did anything wrong ever, ever in their one. life. Ever once. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that was this week. Next week, we are going to be reading chapters thirty three, thirty four, thirty five, and thirty six. And I don't know what pages those are. Marjorie's looking is it, them up in is the it paperback. Supra- thirty
1: six. Okay. Okay, do we have some meat on our bones today? Maybe. Mm, it's about another 30, 30, 40, 30, pages. 40, 30, 40, 40, 40, 40 pages.
0: Perfect. So we can't wait. Read up to there. If you want to read to the end of the book, that's fine too. But then you'll have to just wait for us to talk about the rest of it.
1: If you want to read to the end, then you're wrong.
0: Oh, no, you can. It's going to get so good. I hope it leaves us on a cliffhanger and you're crying in your bedroom.
1: I know. I'm like preparing to be like, when do I have to buy the next book?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen eventually. I'm going to have to edit these though.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. I was like, are we going to get the whole book done? You're like, we need to beg four episodes first. No, I
0: think I'm, I think, hi, planning friends. I think what I'm going to do is (laughs) I'm going to edit a whole bunch. I'm going to put out five episodes plus the intro and then release weekly.
1: Okay. Okay everybody. All right. See you next week. Happy we'll, reading. We'll cut that part. Fake
0: girl. <laughs> You've been listening to a pod of Mass and Methods. We're a sister podcast to Her Story on the Rocks, independently produced by 1986 Entertainment and proudly recorded in Baltimore, Maryland. Join us in the Massiverse by reading along each week. All of our contacts and socials are available on herstoryontherocks.com. See you next week.